Levels Latina partners with working women and mamas alike to guide them in achieving fulfilling career and life goals through financial empowerment, professional or leadership coaching, and personal wellness. Find the unique coaching you need to succeed. You're listening to Vero, Ceci, and Irene, and we are Level Up Latina. Welcome back to another episode of the Level Up Latina podcast. Today, we're talking about one of my favorite topics, which has to do with coupling couples and splitting domestic duties, how to balance chores among husband and wife, wife and wife, husband and husband, even roommates, for God's sakes, anyone you live with, and even children. But we're primarily going to focus on couples and husbands and wives and coming together, wives and wives, husbands and husbands, and figuring this thing out. And as Latinos, it's such an interesting conversation, how to balance domestic duties, because you may have grown up similar to us, where women took on a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, and men didn't necessarily do so. I feel like this topic is perfect for me because we're at that point now in our relationship, of, in our marriage, <laughs> that we're starting to have those things. Like, you know, Irene and Diego, you guys have been married yeah, close to what, your, your 15, 20 years? <laughs> I feel like it's like forever. Ceci, I mean, 10 years, close to the 10-year mark. And we're close to the 10 year, you know, and I'm over here like starting off. We're not even reached. We're not even the five year mark. And we're like, ah, what are we doing? And we we've managed, you know, we've managed. We're learning and growing. So I feel like today I'm like, I'm so ready to take notes. I'm like, mm-hmm. tell me more, please. I'm also I, I'm also ready to get coached. You guys trust me. Like I'm I'm all ears when it comes to saying I don't know everything. And we always talk about that. There's the things, you know, and the things you don't know and the things you don't know, you don't know. So for me, that part is my, you know, growing relationship wise and being able to do that. So today I'm excited because I'm going to learn a lot. And then I'm also going to share my story with it as well. I forgot why we were saying something silly, I'm sure, right before we started recording. But um, yeah, I think this is a good topic. And this uh, this topic, actually, we thought about it when I was down in L.A. last weekend for um, our breakthrough brunch event. And I stayed with Irene and I and I saw it, you know, playing like Irene and Diego sharing chores with the kids and responsibilities and then we kind of sharing um just um back and forth how we that that's how we work and that's how we function and only that way we, we can function because we can't handle it all and and then a post that um irene did about balancing chores and and splitting chores and making sure that you're comfortable and 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 how how to do that so i came back and i was sharing a couple things with Luis, and so um yeah so i'm excited anyway to to share what we what we've learned and what's what we put into place thanks so much for bringing up the context and i thought it was really cool that vettel said we're at 5 10 and 15 so that's funny huh that like our coupling like We've got a little bit of everything so our listeners can hear about, you know, how it is at 5, 10, and 15 and how it sort of evolved. This is absolutely one of my favorite topics because uh, it was something that we definitely struggled with early on in our marriage. It's something that I didn't see growing up at all. And so now that Diego and I, I think, live and breathe splitting chores evenly and balanced, I think it's, I'm so proud of it. This is an area that I'm really proud of and I feel like, I can definitely be a big chismosa today and share all my dirt because <laughs> um, we've learned the hard way, but we've definitely have instituted fairness and balance. And I think it's really good for kids to see that. So when I even talk about this, friends, it goes beyond Diego and I. Like he and I kind of 
master this after 10 years probably of trial and error but our kids in the last five years have been a huge part of balancing chores and doing it as a team and knowing that it takes all of us so we can really go anywhere but maybe what we'll start with is i'll ask each of you kind of a pain point like where did something come to a head with you and your couple where maybe once you realize like okay this isn't working for us we gotta split things up a little bit more we've got to change something up and it can be something as simple as like who packs the kids lunches to you know, I almost got divorced because I got tired of cleaning up his dirty socks, whatever you want to say, right? But think about a pain point. And I can share first because I know that I didn't give y'all heads up. But, you know, one area for me where I think we really came into our own is when our kids were young, I definitely took on a lot. I felt that I had to. I felt that that was kind of what I was supposed to do. And it's because, frankly, that's how I was raised. And I was raised by the kind of mom, and y'all can probably relate, where, you know, she ate last if she even got food at all. She expected men to sit down first, and, and she expected to be up calentando las tortillas. You know, she expected to do for them a lot. When I first got married, I didn't necessarily treat Diego like that. Like, it wasn't at his every beck and call. Like, he had to iron his own clothes, you know? Sometimes he had to cook his own food. But when we had kids, I feel that I definitely was doing a whole lot a whole lot. And he had a commute. I didn't. And I think that was always the crutch. Uh, I had a flexible job. He didn't. That was also a crutch. But after some years, I started to realize like, just because he commutes and just because he doesn't have a flexible job doesn't mean that he can't do more around here. So it all kind of manifested and came to a head because I started to resent the fact that I did carry the load a lot more than my husband did. And it's an emotional load in a lot of ways because then you feel like the pressure to know everybody's calendar and everybody's due dates for things. Because beyond balancing chores at home, then you got to balance kids' schedules. And Vettel's getting all into that. And I know you have a couple years of that. But then your kids are in sports and then they have assignments at school and then they everything becomes a chore. And if one person is doing so much of that managing, you're going to lose it. So for us, one of the big things that came ahead is that we would always fight about the dishes or the laundry, the dishes or the laundry. And one day we're having this fight and it was Diego's great idea. This was years ago. And he's like, look, let's never have this fight again. What do you want to do forever? And that's your chore forever. And what should I do forever? And that's my chore forever. He's like, pick one. And I'm like, okay, you can do laundry and I'll do dishes. He's like, deal. And it was just one day randomly, like, like 10 years ago, where I was like, we're never going to fight about those two things again, because that one's yours. And this one's mine. And it was just like figuring this out again, trial and error, you know, and then I got promoted to become CEO. And I remember telling Diego, like, you're going to have to cook more because I'm not going to figure out what I'm cooking. He started to notice like she cooks less and less, but he started cooking more and more. So some of this just happened naturally. Now it is unbelievable how after those moments of like tension and us trying to figure it out and me seeing that I was resentful and him seeing that he could do more around the house. Now we're like, it's weird. We're like a piece of a puzzle, like puzzles fall together. Like we had people over this weekend. It was his idea. So I did all the shopping. He did all the cooking. I cleaned before the people came. He cleaned after. And none of that was spoken. None of that. It's like we fall into these weird, like, yeah, de costumbre. Like, we naturally know, pues, a quien le toca. Like, la chinga fue for her in the morning. La chinga fue for, for me tonight. So, ayer yo llegué con mi hija. I went to get my nails done. I decided to make her spaghetti. And Diego was just around me, like, in the kitchen, just cleaning up the kitchen, just around me. Just, like, we're, like, I'm telling you, like, puzzle pieces. And, and I'm making this mess because I'm making this dinner, you know. And in the end, my son came home, and he's now on dishes. And the kids are now on laundry. So, many years ago, it came to a head, and we fought about who was going to do what. And then it evolved into our kids have taken on some of those chores with the same idea that everybody gets to do the domestic splitting. Now, that's just an example of 
us going through it, learning the hard way, arguing about dumb things like chores, and then learning to then balance them in a way that it's fairly split. And I just said a very little bit, I'm gonna let everybody else chime in, but there's so many ways to managing schedules and lives. But where did y'all have a moment where you're like, this is imbalanced, and one of us is carrying way too much of the domestic load? I think for me, it's definitely when the kids arrived. Um, I think just looking back, I was like thinking, oh my God, oh my God, did we have like a point, a moment in time where we're like, oh shit, shit hit the fan. Not really, but it was, it was like, we noticed it when, when the kids came. Um, I, I, I'd say in the last seven years that we've been married and living together, we've had a kind of like waves. Um, at the beginning, at when we, it was just him and I, and that was only really like a year and a half, I think, or two. Uh, we started like a, uh, like a, I think he did like a diagram. I kind of remember this, like it's kind of blurry, but he did like a diagram and then we would switch up chores. I I don't know why I remember that. Or maybe it was him and his roommates. I don't know. But I, I think he applied that, what he would do with his roommates before with us. And we would split chores and we'd split like the night we'd cook and all that good stuff, uh, which was more manageable then. Then the kids came along and it was like hard to do laundry and just get it all done. And, uh, this was when we, we did have a nanny, but the nanny couldn't do it all. And then we asked our nanny, do you know anyone that can help us come and clean? You know, maybe once a week, was it once a week? I don't even remember. Like, again, it's, it's a blur, but that's when we realized, oh shit, we can't do it all. We can't be working. We can't have, you know, have the kids and, and, and take care of the kids and clean up everything too. So that's when we realized like, okay, well, let's get the help. And, um, I forgot her name, but there was a, a friend of our nannies who used to come and help us clean back then because she was doing all just like the kid work and the nanny work. And then again, like I said, it's, it comes in waves. I, I, at this moment in time, we have our nanny that became our cleaning lady, but she's like, our sitter slash cleaning lady, she comes, I think, every two weeks to clean it all, clean it all and organize and even like puts the toys away. And it's, oh my God, it's made such a difference. You were talking about like splitting up individual chores. Like we know, like, and we were talking actually about this with the girls last night. Like we know like what we do and that's, we stick to that. Like I know that I'm the one that makes the bed. Like I'm the one that makes the bed. I do that. And then uh, Luis takes out the trash and I never take it out. Like it's him, you know, it's like those chores that we, we, we already know. And Paula who questions everything, she asked last night, like, Papi, ¿por qué tú nunca tienes la cama? You know, like, tú nunca tienes tu cama. You never make your own bed. And, um, and then he, it was like a good learning opportunity. And he told like the girls, oh, because mommy and I are a team. Like there's things that she does that I never do. And there's things that I do that she never does. And then she said, she's like, yeah, but when you were gone, my mommy took out the trash and that's your chore, you know? And said, so then I butted in and I said, oh, because puppy wasn't here and it was trash day. That's why I had to do it. And I, I mentioned like, remember last weekend that mommy was gone and I was in LA and I wasn't here. I'm like, guess who made the bed? It was Poppy. So we had, you know, so that was a cool like uh, learning experience uh, or learning opportunity for them. Like, hey, we work as a team. You and your sister should work as a team too when doing chores or picking up things and not trying to blame each other for things. And then um, now with with like dishes or on the weekend when we don't have someone to clean, we will try to take turns or like, okay, he's like, like yesterday in the morning, we were going to head to church and we were going to head to Hayward 
but there were things that we wanted to get done here in the house before taking off like breakfast, for example. And I went, he went in the kitchen, he was already there. And I went in, I was going to try to help. He's like, he's like, Chula, I got this. He's like, I'll, I'll do, I'll handle the kitchen. I'll handle breakfast. You, you know, go do something else. I was like, okay, thank you. So I went to kind of start doing the laundry, uh, uniforms because like I needed to get the uniforms done before, before Monday. And then starting, I didn't finish, but I started, picking up and cleaning the living room uh, a bit because you know with five-year-olds it's like always messy there's always toys everywhere but at I didn't finish but at least I started and I was like okay with that um but again it's been in waves and it's learning experiences there's times where like I need more help around the house and we definitely need to like our doña mari to come in more often than every two weeks but yeah it just comes in waves and I think it's 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 all about like sticking to what you're comfortable with and not trying to add more like, Oh, let me, let me, let me do this now. Um, and I'll say more about like splitting chores as, as we go along. Yeah. Before we move on to Feta, I just wanted to highlight too, that one of the big things that all three of us I think have done, and it really just depends on if you have the resources for it, but all three of us at some point knew that we couldn't do it all. So we needed to hire help. Like you brought up Doña Mari and she's also like your date night support and babysit the girls. We same thing around the same time where we're divvying up, you know, different chores in our other house we also both realized like let's hire some help we're getting busier it's crazier it feels so nice to have someone come in and do this and i remember we both used to so much look forward to that day every two weeks when llegaba la señora que limpiaba granted she would often break something every time she came but we were like it's all right it's all good <laughs> it's but um, it's like you know what we don't need that blind that blind can be broken you know that candle it's okay i got it in guadalajara but no importa no no es cierto este but si sí, siempre quebraba algo diego and i looked at each other and we were like you know what it saves us time yeah. and it helps our marriage but definitely I love that you brought that up like the hired help is critical and then just it going in waves like yeah it goes in waves sometimes they carry more of the load sometimes you carry more of the load I love also the idea of the kids watching it that was something really great about what you said and like modeling helping each other our role in the house is the last one to get out of the bed makes the bed I'm always the last Diego rarely 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 is the last but it's kind of <laughs> sweet but what I love about Diego too is sometimes he just does it he just does it just because because he just knows like I haven't got around to it and he does the bed just because but it's definitely we've got these little unspoken rules where it just kind of works for your family but it should be and we're going to go on to Vettel's pain point, but it should be, I think, discussed. Like it should be talked about. The coolest thing about balancing chores is there has to be a conversation about what's fair and what isn't and what you like and, and don't like. Diego, he doesn't care if I have a corner in the room full of crap. He doesn't care. He just does not care. He doesn't care if it's like so many shoes that he can't even get to the other side of the bed. Like he doesn't care. I would. I would be aggravated at the corner of the room with this crap, even though I do that, right? Like, even though same, like, same, we're same, not same. looking at my corner, we're looking at your <laughs> corner. But the point is that it is so good to know what's going to piss the other person off and like why. Like, everybody has their why, it annoys them. But like, I like to use the kitchen and then I clean up the kitchen. Like, I hate when people use the kitchen and leave a mess and my family leaves a mess, you know? So I'm like, oh, I'm all regarding you, like cleaning the stove. But every once in a while, Diego cleans the stove because he realizes, like, Poirine, la chinga, that I clean out the fridge, I clean out the stove. <laughs> but again, it's because I care. It's important to me and for whatever yeah. reason it's important yeah. to me, right? I'm not going to be bitching and complaining and telling people like, you need to clean all of this because I think that's important, you know? So the conversation's huge, but go ahead, Veto. What came to head or maybe hasn't yet? Maybe it's you guys okay. are living large and nobody makes the bed. No, no, no. I, I always make the bed. It's my thing. So when I'm not home, um, remember we were in Mexico? We were in Mexico and I was pregnant with with Archie and 
um, Otto sends me a picture. He's like, hey, good morning. Hope you're having a good day. Because it was just morning for him, but it was already, had already been morning for us. And he sends me a picture of our bed being made. And I was like, oh, he's like, because I know it's important to you. So even though I wasn't here, he went ahead and made the bed because it's something that I do no matter what. Like I get up and I make the bed. Just it helps me just clear my mind. Like, okay, something's done. Yeah. All right. Ooh, something's yeah. already done. Like I feel good, you know. But I don't like walking into my room always and seeing just las almohadas tiradas, like comforter. It just messes with my head. So, you know, for me, I, I have to kind of like re remind myself and I close my eyes because I'm going through it right now and I don't want to get emotional with it because it's something I'm working through. I'm working through it right now. I'm in the thick of it. Like, you know, Ceci, you both of your girls are, are going, you know, they're going to you know, they're going to turn six, you know, mine. I'm going to have a five of, you know, they're going to be, they're in a little bit of an order, but they're still little. And um, so we're at that point where I, mean, I was going to ask him, like, how did it feel then? Like, how did it feel then? Because I think that's how I'm feeling right now. I'm feeling like home-wise, like in, in everything that we need to do, it's like, it's overwhelming because no para la chinga. And this is where I have to commend all the women from before, like before I came along, before anyone came, like just women in general for generations and generations that stayed home and did, you know, took care of the house and took care of, not house, but the home and made ha the house a home by the cooking, the cleaning, the keeping tidy, the organizing, like fucking props to you because it is nonstop. It is exhausting. But you have to remind yourself why you're there. And for me, I know that I wanted to do this. So I have to remind myself, like, Vero, you wanted to be here. You wanted to be with your kids. Did I understand the, the difficulty of maintaining a home full on when I was so used to just taking care of me? Like, I underestimated the challenges, right? But, and that's another thing, like, you women had the opportunity to date your men, like, understand how they work and maybe put systems in place. Even when you stayed the night or, you know, got married earlier, we didn't. And, and I always bring that up because we didn't have that chance. Like, you know, there was things we would notice, um, like before, you know, I would just hook up with Otto. I would notice like, oh, he likes to leave his shit around. Like, okay. And I would like sometimes tidy up for him when like he would leave his place and I would just tidy up for him, you know? And he would notice. He's like, oh, I, I, I think my cleaning lady came today. I was like, no, motherfucker, that was me. <laughs> but now I'm like, I'm in the thick of it. And I, I and we're at the point as a couple where we're really recognizing like, okay, I... I, you know, I know that I, I'm not super like the OCD about stuff, but I do like to have things organized. I don't like things all over the floor. I don't like things like this. And I, my kitchen, okay, if I don't have time to have to do the dishes right now, I need to, I put them in the dish, in, 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 in el lavaplatos. Like I put them there in, in the sink to make sure that they're not just scattered all over the kitchen. And then I don't even have space to like refill my water, refill water, like the baby's bottles, like you know, you don't have time for everything all the time, but you make time for the things that are important. So for me, I'm like, okay, this is what's important to me. For Otto, he's very like, he's just, he works differently. And and in this case, I'm like, I started noticing little things that were pissing me off. And then I I listened in. This is funny because it was like two weeks ago. And um, we have a lot of laundry. We have a lot of laundry. And it's not even ours. It's the babies, okay? And when you fold... 56 and a half pieces of little baby freaking laundry and little kids laundry it's exhausting and you're like who's is what like you know they're all gr outgrowing shit and you have this and you have that and Otto's being so helpful by putting things in the wash and washes it and drying them he's like I did another load and in my head I'm like fuck stop fuck another one to fold 
Yes. Because yes. I'm like, yes. and then not only that, they have so much shit that it doesn't fit in their cajones anymore. So I'm like, where the fuck am I going to put this? And then he says, well, the stove's been in the basket for so long. I'm like, nah, no, for real, dude. Like, don't, no, 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 in serio. Like, and the sarcasm kind of pops out, you know? So it's like, we're in that. And I, so I had to just be like, okay, whew, baby, can you just not do another load? First off, I'm not going to have time to fold it. It's going to sit on this couch forever and it's going to b- bother me. It's going to bother, it's going to, nos vamos a estar, the kids are going to fuck with it. And it's going to get dirty again. Let's just not wash, leave it in the hamper. That was part number one. Number two was like, right now, like outside of not being able to fold it here, I can't, there's nowhere to put it. I have nowhere to put it. The kids need to dirty whatever else is there so I can put the now clean laundry there so that that can go in the hamper so that that hamper stuff can go now in the washer. There's a process to things and I understand, I think he wants to be helpful but I'm like, just see the see the overall thing, you know? And and now I would also be like, okay, why does he have all his clothes in the front living room? Like we don't even use his living room. Like it's like his dressing room, right? But, and the things he does. So there's certain things I'm like, you know what? Why am I fucking making a big deal? So two weeks ago, I was listening into like, you know, we, we're coaches. We want to be better coaches. We always like try to grow and learn. And, and we listen and tune into like podcasts. And we listen to like, I, I, I listen in sometimes to some life coaching sessions through the life coaching school. Like, I just want to learn, you know, and, and understand also like I, I listen to like um, Esther Perel. Like I know, Irene, you've been listening to her forever, but I didn't cross, it didn't cross my you know, my ears until I was in a relationship and a marriage and having a family. So we're at that point where we're like, okay. She said, like the coach said something where she was like along the lines of <clears throat> someone that was talking to the coach for advice was like, I just hate what my husband does. Hate, she kept using hate, 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 the word hate. And then she's like, you know, he doesn't support me, but I hate when he does this and I hate that he does that and I hate, hate, hate. She's like, but I want to really, our marriage to work. And she's like, are you sure? Because you really hate this dude. Like, do you really want to? And then I started thinking of like just everything that like, that I don't hate, but that irks me. And at the end of the day, the coach is like, does it really bother you that he just goes on and is living, like he's living his best life and you are just being bothered by these little things that, that are really in a sense meaning, like it doesn't matter. It's not significant. It's not, it, it really doesn't. Like, it doesn't really come to the core of why there is this disconnect between you and your husband. Because you want the relationship to work. You just don't, you're just not happy at the fact that he's living his life the best way he can. And you're just being judgy on his, the way he's living his life. So then for me, I was like, you know what? Que deje los calzones tirados ahí entonces, you know? If that if that's him living his life, why am I going to hold him back and be like nagging the dude, nagging the this? I mean, Otto doesn't do that, but there's things that, that I noticed. And I'm just like, oh, like when I come use this, the office, right? When I use the office, he has it like, this is his office, his desk. He has his shit all over the place. And I'm like, why can't he just keep this tidy? Oh, my God, it'll be so much easier <laughs> to just bring yeah. my shit in and record. So we're in the thick of it now. And that's why I'm like, fuck, it's such an uncomfortable, like not uncomfortable feeling. It is. It is uncomfortable because you're like, how do I make it work? And we're in the process now of like, okay, so you obviously, he, you know, he was very much like, I work, I bring in the money, you go ahead and work and and take care of our kids. And I'm providing. And now that he was, you know, he was looking for a job, he, he was at home and I was like, well, he's not working. He can contribute. Right. But for some reason it was still me. You know, I need to get up and do the breakfast. I need to get up and do this. Uh, He's very helpful. Like in the mornings, he gets Gali up, dresses her, all that. He just gets me, you know, and it's like, hey, Gali's ready. 
for me to brush her hair and he takes her to school. And then from then on, I'm up, you know, like, okay, let's do this. Cause I'm, I'm already up anyway, awake with the baby. I'm just not up and doing things in the room in the, in the rest of the house. So he just waits and he's like, all right, Gali's ready. So from that point on, I'm up all day. So it's, it's not that he's not helpful, but it's with the things that is assumed that I should do because I am the primary homemaker <laughs> that it's like, he's a primary, our, our source of income. I am, I am our primary homemaker that he just relies on that. And I think that I know that it's a lot, especially now adding this new baby that is a newborn. Like it's just too much. And I feel that this can be one of those points where we're like, F you, I'm out. You know, it's so easy to just be so tired and fed up about, pues ya le dije, or assuming, like he should, un he should know. This is where we're starting to have those discussions. We're starting to have those conversations to really be like, okay, you know what I like, what I know how to do, and you know what I know how to do. Let's kind of go from there. So that's, we're working through that right now. So that's why I'm like, I am so ready to take notes because I want us to be good. I want us to work out. I want us to be flawless in the sense of like how, our process works and not have to constantly be at each other's necks and throats because I want the kids to see that a man can do this. Like, yeah, he does take out the trash. He does all those things, right? And he rips the cardboard. We order so much shit from Amazon and, you know, we get things there because it's hard to take all the kids to the store. So yeah. we use the conveniences, right? And it does help. Like we, you know, having someone come and clean, that's one thing off my list, but she only comes every two weeks. So in those two weeks, I'm like, but I don't say it. So I need to communicate that and discuss it. Like, hey, you know, on those days, can you please help me with this? And it's just, it sounds like simple, but sometimes it's either our pride gets in the way or the fact that we're like, he should know better. Uh, you know what? It ain't going to get better if you don't say it. And 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 we will. We're going to get there because we we want to find a solution to it. So I'm just like, girls, this is where the, that getting to the five-year mark, you know, we're in year three, approaching that five-year mark because we want to get there. And it, it is so challenging. It's so challenging. But that feeling of overwhelmment, like, you, it, it's not a good feeling. So it's good to discuss it and find a common ground and the fairness for everyone because it takes a toll on you. And it will take a toll on your relationship. So I'm working through it. So anyone out there that is like having the same, maybe at the same point as me, like listen in hard. And like for me, I am not just asking. I'm also listening because I know that there's things that I know I could do better in the sense of our home and our responsibilities as, you know, husband and wife, partners in crime, you know, like partners in life forever that we can do better together and be a team. It's not just one person. Like we're on the fucking same team. So let's play like it, you know? So, yeah. you know what? I have like two tips for you, but before I get into that, I think now that, you know, you're three, um, your, your life and your routines change because there's a new baby, right? So obviously there's new things that are happening, uh, new schedules, uh, the kids in school, all that. So, so, I think now it's a good time for you guys to actually sit down, sin los niños, so Galin los esté viendo, sit down and kind of like work on a plan. Like, this is what I need from you. What do you need from me? How can we divide and, and conquer? Um, the two tips that I thought for you was laundry service, because that's, 
I, we did that. I was like, oh my God, we did that too. We did that too in the, in the early years of motherhood, uh, of parenthood, but we did that because there was no way, there was no way. And I fit, I feel like at one point Louise was doing the laundry, um, because there was a laundry mat near us where we used to live, where, uh, right next to where we have the lunch party. There was a laundry mat and he used to do the laundry. And then there was a, uh, there was a point in time that it wasn't feasible. So that same laundry mat had a laundry service and they folded it for for you and, and, and everything. And I think they, they charged by like the pound or something like that. Uh, it was kind of pricey, but it was like worth it. It was worth it because we knew that it would get all done. Like the, the washing, the drying and the folding. And they would, they were, you know, would, you would, you would pick it up and already fold it. So that's one tip. The other tip is, um, you, you talked about his clothes being all over, or like in the front, y que ya no cabe. Uh, Luis got this like separate little storage thing at like Home Depot or something, and that's where he has all his his coats. I think it's it's downstairs. It's separate from our room because it didn't fit in the room, and I think he's had that for a while. And yeah, making just space for it, and it doesn't have to be like a nice little like closet or anything like that, but just something kind of like um, simple, but that that he's gonna have more storage room. So those are my those are my tips for you. Uh, those are awesome. Thank you for being so quick to jump in and say, okay, Vero, I got some good ideas for you. I was also thinking about this game that I saw. It's like a deck of cards. It's called Fair Play, and I recently stumbled upon this woman about a year ago maybe and and turns out it's all based on a documentary i think it's by the same name so just for anyone listening and for veto it's like fairplaylife.com and i think the documentary is called fair play and the subtitle of the documentary is is all time created equal because there's that debate about like if they work out of the house and you work in the house is our time equal or unequal and i'm from the school of thought that whether you're working in the house or out of the house, I think you still have to split the home duties together. Uh, Diego and I have had really interesting iterations of our marriage where we've both been out of work. We've both worked. Um, one of us has worked while the other one hasn't. We've literally had every single version of that. And we weren't better off in any one of those situations, if I could be so candid. Nothing is better than anything else. It's still these two people raising kids. And by the way, for context, Beto has four kids under five so that she's in the thick of it right now. Absolutely, she is. If I were Veto, I would be burning the laundry basket behind the house and the clothes would be disappearing because we're all different people. <laughs> I, don't oh, worry starting, about auto putting more. It's starting. Yeah, honey, don't worry about auto putting more. That basket would disappear and auto better not even remember what was in it because I already burned those purple socks that are like yay small. So the point is that I went on a tangent, but fairplaylife.com, there's a cool deck of cards that you can get with your spouse and you connect about chores and, and you pick. It's, I think the concept of the cards is kind of like different people. I don't have them, by the way, but I just love learning from the woman that is um, teaching the fair play system. She posts really good videos. Her name on Instagram and Facebook, or maybe not Facebook, it's probably TikTok, is Lauren Danger, just like it sounds, danger as in dangerous. And she teaches this fair play system. And so she always has wonderful videos, Vero, that you can share with Otto about just like people being in this debate about what's fair, what's equal, what should they do, what should they not do as the men of the house and the women of the house. Um, so my tip is to find those outside resources, just like you listen to Esther Perel. Uh, you can also use these cards to at least connect because the bigger thing too, when I hear everyone talk about like the weight and the overwhelm of domestic labor is the emotional 
counterpart of domestic labor. For me, the hardest part was the emotional part because when I was just figuring out motherhood and trying to be all things to all people, I thought I had to. I thought I had to be like my mom. I thought I had to be putting myself on the back burner and at the end of the list because that's what I signed up to do. I thought because Diego had that commute, because he worked a more serious job, because he made more money, then somehow that made things equal if I contributed more and that's my way of being his equal. And that was all bullshit and wrong. Funny enough, it drove me at that time in my life to make as much money as Diego, which is weird. That's just how my brain works. And then when I made as much money as Diego, it didn't change a damn thing yet again. Nothing changes a damn thing, right? Then when I made more money than Diego, it also didn't change a goddamn thing. So what is equal? What is fair? It's not about the money you make or the hours you work or the commute you have. It's about just what you need and your needs in your home and what feels fair. And like one person doesn't have to take on more simply because they don't want to, simply because they don't have the bandwidth. And one person doesn't get to take on less because they're just like, I'm not going to help. I'm just not going to help. You know, there's some unfortunate situations. I have clients of mine where they're in really macho relationships and the men believe that the women have to do what the women have to do. I have a client where the man did not want to let the little kids go to preschool when she desperately needed them in preschool because it gave her her time back. She needed that time. She's a hustler trying to build a business, but her man is like, that kid needs to be home because I said so because you're the mom and our kid's not going to be shuffled out to daycare. We fought against that. My client and I worked together and we, we went through the words and, and if he's going to ignore it, you still have to defeat it and do it anyway. And no one gets to determine what's fair. Only you get to determine what feels good and the emotional weight of your free time of what feels good to you. So when I listen to Veto, what I hear is like, take the temperature of both of your emotions around it. Like if you're feeling resentful about anything, like talk about that outside of the situation. That's one thing I wish I would have learned sooner, Veto. Like instead of yelling and screaming about the things that were dumb or the minor thing, I don't know, what were the things? Like um, the kid's schedule. Like instead of complaining that like I'm picking up everybody from everywhere and I'm I know the soccer schedule and the snack schedule and the pitcher schedule and the this, sit down once a week unemotionally. This was also one of Diego's ideas mid-marriage. And we would talk about those things unemotionally. This is the schedule in writing. These are all the commitments. And you better believe it slowly but surely Diego saw how many pickups I was doing, how many volunteer things I was juggling, how I also went to work, how he went to work. And then on top of it, we have to clean this house with these three kids, right? That don't help clean. So talking about your schedule unemotionally is super helpful. Talking about the chores unemotionally without this game, right? Just put them all on the table. What needs to get done this week? Who's coming over? Let's run through it. Diego loves running through things. And I realized that too. Like, don't judge other people's process like he needs visuals he needs to talk about it he needs to go through the schedule and it's like okay 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 okay. i'm more like i have this mental load and i carry it and i know and i'm doing 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 he's like oh i didn't think about that oh that wasn't on the calendar oh i didn't write that down and i'm like (laughs) (laughs) we think different we think different so sit down battle with auto and with your different freaking thinking caps you think different than he thinks and try to meet halfway look at that you guys oh my god i'm laughing i don't know I don't know if you guys noticed my husband's tantrum today on our email with the decline, 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 decline of all the... Oh, I saw... Okay, so it was just like, it was like, an emo- like a little like, tantrum because I go... Sorry, <laughs> go calendar. No, I go, hey, FYI, I'm recording today, remember? Just, I was, you know, putting Maura down. I was feeding Archie before I jumped on the car, right? And doing all this stuff because I'm like, I don't want, I want to make sure the kids are good before I jump in here. And he goes, what? You're recording. 
I'm like, yeah, it's on the counter. You accept it. And he's like, well, I don't know. Sometimes you put some stuff on there. And, uh, and I was like, well, then why do you accept Same. it if you didn't read it? And then it ended up. Same seas. So anyway, he was like, I'm like, so in that case, if you're not going to read it, just decline. So he's like, oh, really? Then I'll go ahead and decline. So then oh, he declines oh everything. And I was God. like, this motherfucker, this grown ass man is having a little calendar tantrum oh, right and now. She. But anyway, that was earlier. So. <laughs> make sure it's on the calendar right let's make sure because i want to make sure that our husbands also are aware just so we all know we're all on yeah. the same page and then this happens it was just hilarious to me like inside i was but, laughing but then i was also like kind of upset <laughs> but he was i'm like oh okay. yeah so you know that's that's life it's reality put that shit back on his calendar four Shh, times each meeting me. <laughs> just kidding I'm laughing because like Luis does the same thing. I'm like, it's on the calendar. He's like, well, I just accepted it. I'm like, well, maybe you should look at it. But then now I'm thinking like, maybe do like Irene and Diego that all of us should do like, you know what? On Sundays, we're going to sit down. Like I do that. I do that anyway. Like I'm going to look at the agenda, look at my week for the, the week ahead. So, you know, maybe do it with our, with our husbands, like sit down. All right. It's on the calendar, but let's, okay, this is what we got going on. I mean, I do it every morning, every Monday with my team. Like, why not do it with my team at home, right? So, um, the, something similar happened, I think, last night. Luis said, oh, okay, um, something about, uh, we have a parent conference today at 1.40. He's like, you know, I figured um, we just, like, we just, um, you know, we eat lunch, and then, like, you know, whatever, he had a meeting or whatever. I'm like, it's in person, you know, that you realize that. He's like, you didn't tell me. I was like, it's on the calendar. I'm like, I, I think it has, I'm like, I think. He's like, but you didn't tell me. I'm like, oh, my God. I'm like, I don't remember. I'm like, I have too many things in my head. I'm not going to remember that it's in person. He's like, okay, well, that's not going to work. I guess we're just going to, because he had thought, like, oh, cool. Well, like, at one, we'll just, like, stroll to the school, go to the, the thing. And he's like, no, now I'm going to have to make time to eat lunch and then go to, the, like, the 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 parent conference. But yeah, no, he does the same thing. He just checks it. Uh, but then maybe it's a good idea. Like, all right, Sundays. And I saw you and Diego doing that on uh, the day that I was there that Sunday. Like, all right, let's, all right, you know what? I have this conference. Or I forgot what it, what it was. But like, yeah, oh, my God, I forgot I have, have this. Can you can you take this on? Or like like kind of, um, you know, take take um, switch, switch, I guess, um, pickups and whatnot because I can't do this. Or So I think that's a good idea. And I think he wanted to put everything on our calendar for pickups and drop-offs. And so yeah. that way it's smart because then I know like two weeks ahead, like, you know what, that Thursday I'm not here. Can I swap you for that Tuesday? Cool. And like it goes on our calendar. Yeah. Our pickups and drop-offs of the kids' school, we share it. Go ahead. Yeah. So this is why I I, I think he, I told you, Irene, I'm like, can, is there any way you guys can just be our padrinos? Like instead of like being Halilas padrinos? Because I was like, I'm like, <laughs> sure. because relationship-wise, remember that? I remember because like, you know, before you, I mean, everyone knew the story, but Irene was like kind of like, in, in the story when I was, you know, going to have Gali and like all this stuff. And like, you know, we went to lunch and I was talking about, we went to dinner and I we were talking about Gali's name. And you were like, you were in the thick of it with me at that moment. And it was kind of like, um, I started like being, a, I was around you and Diego often enough to just see, you know, throughout you guys' you know, marriage evolving into the family you guys are now and the relationship you guys are now. And seeing like, there's couples that I look up to, that I respect and in this case, it, it, when it comes to relationship-wise and how they treat each other and how they handle things, and Ara and Walter are one of them, Horacio and Claudia are another one, and you and Diego are another one. You know, so, you know, just because from the years that you've been together, the years of your relationships, the years of your experiences have not always, you know, and you guys have been all always open to share, you know, the good and the bad. At least, not publicly possibly, but with us, at least as your friends. So to me, I was like, that's a kind of, 
of support I need because I'm going to just start learning about this. And I was like, be our padrinos because I, I know that we're going to be in that point at one, you know, we're going to be there at one point and seeing how smooth things are. I was like, I want, I know that it's not going to start off that way, but I want it to be that and know how to get there possibly sooner than later. And, you know, sufrir tanto, you know, suffer in silence. Like, oh, things are great. And then be like, oh, we're fucking falling apart in the back, you know, behind the scenes. Yeah. So you're supposed to be. Yeah. Shit's hard. Life is mm-hmm. hard. Having yeah. kids is hard. I love that you said that because in the previous episode, we talked about how like, we have responsibility to the women coming up after us to help them so they can do things faster, smarter, quicker, because we didn't necessarily have that. So why should a woman suffer in a job for 10 years and figure things out? And you did the same suffering, like teach her to do it in less time. And she only has to suffer two to three years to figure this out, right? Same thing with couples. That's why I love this episode, because I think that the fact of the matter is Diego and I are only here because we've already given it 15 years. And I wish I would have had couples that I could turn to and follow part four and keep it real with one thing we do like to do is when we are with other couples be really honest about those struggles and talk about it and say like i bet that shit's a bitch right like i bet that part's hard or i'm sure you don't want to be doing that like because not enough people talk about how oh parenting is magical but it's also the a logistical nightmare uh kids are dirty they're supposed to be they're a mess they're rude little assholes because they're supposed to be they're right mouse <laughs> all of it right and, and they love to pick their ass right <laughs> And true story, one day you're going to eat their shit. Like, true story, (laughs) life happens. Um, That's another episode. But the point is that, like, you just have your partner, the person you chose to have these kids with. So you cannot be at battle with each other because you got to go to battle with them. And often they outnumber you. Vero has four. There's only two of them. Se la chica. Oh, ahorita, ahorita están los dos chiquitos y hacen la madre el chiquito, mira. Ah, anda con la palomita de fuera because... He's being potty trained. <laughs> and Otto's still throwing a tantrum. He keeps printing. If for our listeners that are listening, the, there's something being printed every 10 seconds in Metal's group. She's holding her son now. Can, oh, my God. You guys can hear that printer going up. I know it. <laughs> oh, my God. But but listen, the reason I'm saying this is that we have a responsibility. The tip of the day is to, like, reach back out. Find that couple. Find that mom and help her and tell her that you get it and you see it. And, like, Ceci had practical tips and I had practical tips, I feel, that were about helping each other support and balance the home you're not going to know immediately when you get married the things that aggravate each other you're not going to know the things that are your pattern or your system only with time you know that but i think a few of the takeaways from this episode is talk and communicate outside of the moments of being annoyed outsource what you have to we talked about having domestic care having a cleaning system Beto says she buys everything online yeah if you're still that mom taking the four kids to shop and you've got like two baskets like that's chaos like chaos order home please whatever you need to do whatever your hack is um this game that we talked about fairplaylife.com i mean that might help you just watching the documentary with your partner listening to this episode with your partner like we've had people tell us that they've had their partners listen to the husband episode listen to this one maybe it resonates maybe they hate us i don't know but the point is that everybody has a different situation at home and there's two of you for a reason and you want to work as a team. I'm going to wrap this episode with just one last piece of it. And this is a very important piece. I think that children become a part of your team and that is in all respects. For me, my life has only gotten easier in the last five years because I now have teenagers and they are a huge part of what works in my family. And I I wanted to say on this particular episode, if they ever hear it, my husband, my kids, like, Everything great that I am is because they are always helping me. They are always coming through for me. And it's always the little things or the big things. But like my 16-year-old, he is 
also a creature of habit and he knows he's got to walk the dog and sometimes it's like my husband and I are in bed and he's walking the dog and I'm like you don't have to walk the dog so late he's like no I'm supposed to be walking the dog you know and last night he was out with friends and he comes home and it was his week to finish up the dishes and he's doing dishes at 10 o'clock at night like ya se acostumbró like that's his job and he is doing it and if it's at 10 because you didn't balance your time or you want to be with your friends in the afternoon then it's at 10 my friend so my kids are now part of what makes this work my daughter this weekend wanted to have an electronics free day it was her idea so like at seven in the morning and she's cleaning her room and i was cleaning the house because we were going to have guests and i also had the same kind of crazy schedule that day i had to be early uh, maybe it wasn't seven about eight o'clock it was so sweet to see that she on her own was like what should i do that's productive i'm not using electronics i'm going to clean my room so we as a team, as couples, let's model it because if you do decide to have children, like they're your next teammates and they do make your life easier or they should. So for moms that have teenagers, if they're just adding to the load, maybe you have a partner that also makes your life hard, careful of that because moms, you're only one person and you know, your, your young children become these young men and your young women become these young ladies and they should not put all the pressure and the burden on you. That's a whole nother show, but Family should help you, not hurt you. And Beto's got a five-year-old that can help. And Ceci has five-year-olds that can help. They can make their own beds. They can pack their own snack, perhaps save for the soccer game. They can fill their water bottle. Like Think of all those developmentally appropriate areas where your kids can carry the loan. I was thinking Gali can start folding her own clothes, in fact. Like, they're at the yeah, age she that has. they can do that. She started folding her yeah. clothes, and she wants to help me. I'm using her now, you know? Like, she's part of my team now. Um, but the other ones, apenas is a kid, and they, you know, learning her poop? Come on. Yeah. <laughs> he shits all yeah. over the place. Yeah. He's like, oh, yeah. look, mom, but you cleaned. We're getting, we're getting mooned by the baby. The baby's showing us the bottom. Ceci, you were going to say you have a team over there, too? I have a, yeah, I don't make their beds anymore. I'm like, all right, ustedes, ustedes mismas, you make your own bed. No, I wanted to say something that I, I had on my notes that I forgot, is that to stick to what you enjoy and that you're good at, you know, as far as chores goes. I was ch sharing this with Irene that um, I, Luis almost tried to, like, give me his his chore of uh of uh making daily lunches for the girls because he started doing it when they you know last year we didn't have that because they had a preschool they had lunches there but now it's like um either you buy hot lunch or you take lunch and so he wanted to hand it off to me and he's like yeah he's like oh he's like i just started doing it but we never talked about it and i said you know what you're good at that you're good at like making healthy lunches if it's gonna be me i'm gonna make um, just peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. That's that's all they're going to get in milk. That's it. So let's just stick to that. And I'm reminded him, like, remember that before when the girls used to shower um, at night, you would help me blow their, dry their hair. Now I, I took that on because now you're making lunches. So he's like, oh, yeah, you're right. So stay your ground. No, no, no. Te, don't bring more onto your plate that you can't handle and, you know, have the conversations. I'm glad that you brought that back up because I saw that in your notes and I was thinking too about strengths and and, and playing to your strengths. We also need to know that personalities play a role in that. Like we have different personalities. Like I said, joking, like Diego likes to meet and he lives and dies by the calendar and likes to, but that actually helps him. He's a very visual person and he likes calendars and he likes physically. And I have had to come into that because it's good for our family. You know, I can't just blow off that that's his style, but also he knows that I am a creature of habits at the point of like, if I make a commitment, like you better be making it too. Like if it's on my calendar, I'm going to do it. So then I'm more rigid at sticking to something. He's more likely to put it on the calendar. Those are literally different different things because you could have a million things in your calendar but if you never do them right you're going to drive your partner crazy so after a while i would like middle of our relationship i would just decline things kind of like mr man over there because i was like they go you keep putting this stuff on my calendar and we don't actually do it you just skip right over it and you want to have this weekly like hiking date and we've hiked once this year like stop 
clogging the wheel over here. <laughs> so, but then again, back to differences, right? Like he realized like, dang, when I put stuff on her calendar, I better be serious because she's real good about sticking to it. And then vice versa. If Diego puts it on the calendar, I can't ignore it. For a while, I would decline, or not decline, I would ignore his calendar things. And he's like, babe, it was on your calendar. Like, oh, it was? So see how we were both doing the opposite of what would help the other? Um, he, funny enough, y'all were saying about your husbands with the calendar thing. He will remind me like, aren't you supposed to be in a meeting? Don't you have a meeting? I'm like, oh, that one got canceled. Why didn't you delete it? Like, like, oh, I guess you're right. And then I get to be like, aren't you supposed to be at something? I got a reminder. You're supposed to be at something. I'm like, oh, that one got moved. He's like, babe, you you get a move from your calendar. <laughs> anyway, the point is, we are different people, and at some point, we actually made each other better because we literally meet in the middle. Like, he's more good about keeping his word because I was just automatically good about. We said we were going to do that. We're going to do it. We said we we're going to do that. We're going to do it. Right. But I've also relaxed a little bit. Like he helps me relax and drop it and forget about things. And it's okay. Um, but now I'm a better planner because he's a planner. I'm a better, like, let's get a calendar. Let's put on the calendar. Like, please, please, please work to your strengths in ways that are even beyond who likes doing what. Cause ladies, your husband's going to then say like, Oh, she's just a better cook. Oh, she's just a better diaper changer. Oh, she just, honey, he will say that you're good at everything. So he don't have to do nothing. That's different. We're not talking about that. We're talking about really, truly, what are each of your strengths? And if, you know, I sometimes feel like I'm more of a garden, handy person outside. My husband came into his own in that way, but I was raised by a gardener. So I was very good about mis plantitas and watering them and taking care of them. And he was not that at all. He has only until recent years, like freaking figured out different kinds of grass and keeping it alive. But now he's into it. So meet where you are, know your strengths and do the things you like. It could be seen as a, a manly thing. But if you're the more handy one, more power to you. Hang out at Home Depot, missus. And if he's the more crafty one and he's artistic and he wants to create stuff in the house, more power to him. So playing to your strengths is critical. We'll leave you with that thought, unless there's anything else. No, I think that ended beautifully. Thank you. That was, this is an awesome yeah. episode. I mean, we can go on and on, but this is this is a good this is a good one. I know. I really feel what we should do is have another one where we have all of our couples on and bring yeah. our tips about that, like how to you know manage the life and the household. And we didn't even get to talking about like intimate time and balancing mm -mm. relationship oh, time. Oh, yes. <laughs> Oh, another. A whole other thing yeah, for the calendar. That's a whole a series. Whole thing for the calendar. That's a whole series. I mean, just real quick, that I'm gonna como se dice el trailer for the next one. Uh, yesterday, I had a chat with my siblings and my parents, and you know, it it was like about balancing who's good at what. I mean, like that's a whole another and a whole another episode. Extended family, elder care. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. We, so we're going to do a series at some point, I'm sure, about just balancing it all with each other and your relationship, balancing it all with your families and the domestic load and eventually with your extended families. Cause you know, we're all carrying that wonderful responsibility of having older parents. God willing, they live a long time, but also there's logistics. So if you want to keep this conversation going, please email us. Our email is admin at levelaplatina.com. Find this on Instagram and Facebook at levelaplatina is our handle at Latina under score up on twitter so you can tweet about this conversation and share your tips and tricks i wish we had much longer to talk uh Beto is our student today she took um copious notes and so anyone who wants to share their tips with Beto, please email us she's our email queen anyway she's good first to see them in the inbox so send her your love send her your kudos send her your support like i would love to hear from everybody sharing love with Beto as a young mom with four kids under five figuring it all out she has her own little preschool at her house so give us your tips if this was you or if you do operate and own a preschool and you've got hot tips tell us what works for you and your spouse and 
we would be super happy to hear from you. And also check out the affiliates on our website. Go to our website. Go do yourself a favor right now. Click through. We have incredible affiliates on the websites. Uh, and we want you to purchase really cool things from their site. Try Virgin Wines. I know they're on there. And Virgin as a company, I just love. They do it all. You can go on a cruise with them. You can buy freaking wine with them. So why not? Get your wine for the next episode. Click through on our website to check out all of our affiliates. A previous episode, we talked about the Boppy, which is a breastfeeding pillow. We all love Boppies. Boppies go way beyond breastfeeding. Everyone in the family always wanted it. They wanted to use it to chill on the couch. They wanted to use it to just do anything really with a boppy in bed to sit up as your backrest. So it's more than just a breastfeeding pillow, though it is super, super helpful. What did people do before? I don't know. I guess carry the baby. Anyway. And why who did that, that stuff? Who did that, right? Thank you so much for being here. Let's give him shingle. That's it. That's it. Besos. Besos. <laughs> <laughs>